0: You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Welcome back to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I wanted to start the show by giving you guys another awesome review, shouting you out who are taking the time to leave a review on the podcast. This is from Dr. Rach D- DPT. Five stars came on here to just give Dr. Haley an amazing review because of how great she is. I could go on endlessly about how insightful and helpful the information she shares with us is and how truly healing it all can be. The passion she has for wellness is so clear. Not only is she so talented at what she does and so intelligent, she's the most importantly, super relatable. That's the number one thing I love about her. I listen to her podcast and I feel like I'm sharing info with a good friend. I feel like I'm being lectured, but always being or I never feel like I'm being lectured and always being educated. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Love all of your content and everything you do for your followers. You're the best. I wait every week to listen to your podcast while I'm taking my dogs in our morning walk, quote, or parentheses yay for morning sunlight and quote, thank you for being the light we all need in this crazy world of health and wellness. Thank you so much, Reach. I am so excited and just so happy I was so happy when I read that I was in the sauna when I read that and I was like, I'm going to read that one on the intro to for today's podcast. So thank you so much. I so appreciate you guys taking the time to write these reviews. That's just really something that helps podcasts grow and be able to reach more people and so it also just really reaffirms that the work that I'm doing is is what people need and what people want. so thank you guys so much for taking the time to do that and thank you Rachel so that means a lot. That was a great review. And I'm glad that you do, you guys don't feel like you're being lectured and rather like, it's just kind of like we're having a conversation, um, especially when I'm interviewing people, right? Like I want them to understand that it's a conversation and I love connecting and engaging with you guys. And speaking of connecting and engaging with you guys, I'm actually co-hosting a revive retreat which is a wellness and holistic health retreat up in lake placid december 10th through the 12th and i'm just so incredibly excited about that i it's i am working with um anna izzo who She's done some work for me and my business. She we've, we've worked together in a few different facets and she's a a yoga instructor and like really, really passionate about health. And she's led some amazing retreats before. So we've connected and we are hosting the event together. We are definitely, I would like to do probably at least annually, if not biannually. annually. So I know that if this is a date that doesn't work for people. Lake Placid is my absolute favorite place in the entire world. It's kind of far from us. It's about four and a half hours from like the Rochester area where we live, but it is like the most beautiful drive in the entire world. It is like the most beautiful place in the entire world. I am manifesting that we are going to have a house there someday. Probably won't. Maybe we'll, we'll probably retire up there, but in the near future, we definitely would love to have a place so that we can just always be going because I just, it's like my favorite place in the world. I always leave feeling just so grounded. And usually when Nick and I go, that's where we hike our high peaks, which are minimum. Well, most of them are minimum 4,000 feet elevation, which obviously is not the same as out West, but we are, we are working with a lot less like minimum elevation here. So it's, they're, they're hard. I mean, we're out in the woods for like minimum five, six hours, constantly hiking. We usually put on like 10 to 15 miles i mean it's a pretty exhausting day but i always even though we are typically usually hiking so extensively and like they're really hard and every time i'm on these hikes i'm like why do i enjoy doing this (laughs) i literally think that every single time i always my moral of the story is i always leave these weekends just feeling so incredibly recharged like i we leave a weekend where we burn like four thousand calories but I leave feeling like more energized and more recharged and just because I've been connecting with nature. And so although within the retreat, we are not hiking a high peak, at least, not, at least not this time in the future, I would love to take you guys up some of if for people who are interested. I would love to take you guys up some of my favorites, but we are doing like a small little hike. That's not by any means like a high peak. It's just gorgeous views, especially for the hike that it is. We're doing a lot of yoga. We're doing like yin yoga Friday, and then more like vinyasa flow Saturday and Sunday that those are all led by Anna I'm going to be hosting a detox and wellness workshop Anna's also hosting like a mindfulness kind of workshop. All our meals are going to be cooked by Anna and I, it's all fresh farm to table. I'm going to be also hosting kind of like a, kind of like a cooking class, like showing you guys how I incorporate like really nutrient dense things, um, into my meals to make them really delicious. And it was something that we've kind of like, we're talking about and then, just really put together. And we are really hoping to get a good response. I know that it's a little short notice, so I'm not really expecting a ton of people to come from like further away. Um, there are definitely airports that are close. And I know that some people have messaged me and they're going to be flying in from Florida and they're going to be flying in from DC. And you know, I'll probably be picking them up at the airport um, as long as they fly into the Saranac one. Um, but anyways, I'm just really excited about it. And I did want to put it out here on the podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, like later on, and you're not listening to it on November 10th when it's released, um, if this sounds awesome to you, then just make sure you're a part of my email list. You can go to my website, scroll all the way to the bottom and join my mailing list um, so that you can just always make sure that whenever I host these fun retreats that you will know about it and you can join it. This is gonna be a really, I figured like just fun, you can bring your bestie, you can bring your husband. If you want, you can bring your mom, you can bring your sister. I'm bringing my mother-in-law and um, one of my mother-in-law's friends. And I'm just really excited to have like a girl's weekend and with them, you know, like being able to bond and we'll travel together. And I don't know, I just, am really, really excited about it. So if you'd like to join, I will put the link for that in the show notes so that you can hopefully join us. Um, again, if you can't make it, I understand this is going to be amazing. My favorite time up there is like December ish because it's not super, like it's not super cold, but you get the beautiful like snow on the mountains and just, you get that winter aspect without it being necessarily super cold. We went up once in January and it was like high of negative 20. Um, and we still had an absolute blast. So I really hope to see you guys there. If you have questions, let me know. But yeah, that's something that is very exciting that we've been working on. Now, I want to get into today's interview. Today, I interview Dr. Anna Marie. She is a business owner, author, podcaster, and just lover of life. She's a doctor of traditional naturopathy, a certified brain health professional and life coach guide coach. Her company is called Happy Whole You and they have locations in Bankersfield, California, and Raleigh, North Carolina. Her mission is to help people become more happy and whole using holistic health modalities and strategies. She's launched her own line of brain supporting nutraceuticals and just excited to share brain tips with you today. And so I'm really excited to get into this interview. She talks about her journey with anxiety and depression and how the more conventional route just didn't work for her. And how she used more of a holistic approach to improve her brain health and just optimize her mental health, which I think those both are so incredibly important and really isn't something that I've talked on the podcast yet about. So I'm really excited for you to hear it from an expert. So without further ado, here is my interview with Dr. Anna Marie. All right, Dr. Anna Marie, welcome to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. Really, really excited to have you here. I'm really looking forward to our chat today.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited as well.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. So, before we kind of get into everything we're going to chat about today, can you just give the listeners a background on who you are, what you do, and how you kind of got into this space?
1: Yeah, so um, ultimately, I had to heal my own brain. Um, from a very young age, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. I struggled with depression. Um, even in high school. And I was, I was a four sport athlete. I had friends. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, your, your typical, um, you wouldn't look at me and think, Oh, that person's depressed. And then into adulthood, um, after I graduated from college, getting my master's degree, it just kept getting worse and worse with my depression. Um, and so I went to a medical doctor because you know, that's what I'm taught. And so I went to a psychiatrist and within 15 minutes, he had me on three mind altering medications and they made me feel worse. And I thought, and you know, this is over a long period of time, but I kept going back, like wanting to be fixed. Right. And so ultimately the last time I went in, um, I realized like, I'm the only one that can heal myself. So then yeah. that sent me forth on a journey to find natural holistic ways to ultimately heal my own brain. Um, and so since doing that, I've really gotten into, you know, uh, naturopathy i've gotten into um, herbs and high-tech pieces of equipment that i have at my center that help people improve brain health so i've just kind of married old school chinese medicine holistic health with you know these new technologies of guided meditation theta therapy medical grade sauna biocharger beamer this may sound foreign to people (laughs) but um ultimately, I just combined all these things to help people ultimately increase their brain function and decrease
0: body inflammation. No, absolutely. And so what kind of, how did you even get into like the holistic space to begin with? I feel like sometimes, especially because we live in just such a conventional model world where, like you had said, you went to the doctor and he tried to put you on a bunch of different things and, you know, for you to be able to get into kind of this whole naturopathic space? Like what, what was it for you that sparked looking at alternatives?
1: Um,
0: so ultimately
1: I started to, you know, I started to think about it. I'm like, I went to this doctor, he never even scanned my brain or looked at my brain and ultimately just asked me, you know, a bunch of questions and then prescribed me medication. And I was like, this is crazy. And then I started learning about Dr. Amen and the Dr. Amen clinics. And here's a psychiatrist, Dr. Amen. And he's saying the brain is the only organ in the body. Doctors don't scan or look at before prescribing medications for. And I'm like, okay, like there's actually a doctor out there that's thinking what I'm thinking. Like something is wrong here. Um, And so that led me to follow his work. I actually had training by the Amen clinics and certified through the Amen clinics as a brain health professional. And, um, so that layered on my naturopathy training, um, layered on just my own research. Like I had no idea that for well, one, I didn't know that the gut produces most of your serotonin. I also, you know, back in the day, didn't know that you needed vitamin B6 and the amino acid tryptophan to even consider making, um, you know, serotonin. So it was like just unveiling and, you know, uncovering how foods can, you know, boost serotonin, dopamine, you know, epinephrine, um, I'm sorry, endorphins and oxytocin. And so I really started to just dig deep and it's like, okay, if, if I can use food and I can use physical actions and I can use supplementation to essentially biohack my brain and my biology, Like, I think that there's something here. And so I started just layering in all the, you know, having, you know, good conversations with other people, getting the bad people out of my life, eating healthy food, moving my body, getting my finances in order. So the other thing is too, is like, it's never just one thing. It's the combination and accumulation of things that really start to wear us down. And so when we go to look for that one thing, which is what I did, right, I wanted to go to one doctor, I wanted him to write me. prescription for a pill that would fix me. Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't work. (laughs) So that really just sent me on this journey. And I'm just like people like yourself, I love learning from people like you and just reading books and just training right now. I'm working on my master herbology certification. So, you know, it's like the never ending, um, you know, of learning.
0: (laughs) No, totally. But I, I think that's so great. And so when you were kind of going through your own journey, what was your lifestyle like while you were doing, dealing with, you know, all this stuff, diagnosis of depression and like that and stuff like that, what, what was going, what, what did your lifestyle look like? And what were some changes that you personally had to made that you started to notice a big difference with?
1: Yeah. Great question. So first I would consider myself more of a workaholic.
0: Yeah. Were you (laughs) practicing during that time or were you in a totally different line of of work? No,
1: totally different line of work. Um, I was in education. So I was a teacher um, and I had worked on getting my admin, um, my master's in administration. Um, And ultimately I was also personal training and coaching people on the side. So I was literally working like crazy hours, like 16 hours a day. It was oh my gosh. insane. Um, and, but here's the thing I was drinking. Um, I would go out on the weekends and I would drink, I would pick up fast food, but I had an exercise problem. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would eat food and then I'd be like, Oh, you have to go on the elliptical for like, you know, an hour or whatever. And I would try to fit that in my day. Um, it was like this, I was burning the candle at both ends. I wasn't fueling my body properly. Um, I had this, this narrative in my head, of, you're never going to be successful. You're not good enough. You know, your life sucks. Why does all the good stuff happen to everyone else? Um, you know, it was just like this destructive narrative. And, you know, we do know and research has shown that our thoughts literally program our biology, right? And so I had to start with one, like when I met my husband, um, I was like, oh, I don't really even have time to date this guy. And <laughs> he came to me at one point and I was like, well, I can see you on Sundays and I can see you on Tuesday evenings. And I remember like, it was like almost like a business transaction. Like I could see you this date and this day. And I remember he looked at me and he was like, then this isn't going to work. Like you work way too much. And like, I was very just cut off emotionally as well. Um, and so I started to realize like, you know, one, you need to slow down Two, you have to start really fueling your body well. And here I am personal training people on, you know, I knew how to eat. I knew what I needed to do, but I wasn't setting up the systems and habits in place to allow myself to be able to do those. And, um, so I had to start changing what I was putting in my body. Not working as much, I had to really start changing the narrative in my brain. So I I thought, like, okay, if you can reprogram a computer, you can reprogram your brain, right? It just comes, I call them downloads. Everything we do is essentially a download into our biology. So how we're thinking, and you know, we have oh gosh, what 60, 70,000 thoughts in a day, 90 some percent of them are the same. Um, so I had to start rewiring the thought patterns. Um, I had to start not going out and drinking on the weekends. I had to start getting involved in things that were for the greater good. Um, I had to start sleeping. So cutting back on my hours and sleeping. Um, and I also had to reprogram my narrative around money, right? I was brought up and I was taught that you have to work hard for money. And that I found that that that's not necessarily true. (laughs) So I started to just align myself with my higher purpose. And what I found is I truly want to help people be happy and whole. And um, I had to step back and heal myself before
0: I could help others. I love that. And I think that that's like the biggest thing for us as healers is we cannot heal other people. Like even no matter what type of health work you do. Mm -hmm. Whether you are a trainer or you're a nutrition coach or you're a physician, whatever you look like, if you if you aren't taking care of yourself, how can you put your your all into others? I think I resonate so much with what you're saying, because I've had to set a lot of boundaries because I really at one point was really burning the candle at both ends. And then I felt like I wasn't giving my all you know, in, in my sessions and ways that I was showing up for people. And once I set the boundaries and I really took care of that more mental health aspect, I feel like I'm such a better practitioner wife, like just all around, I just feel so much better. And so I love that you talk about that. Cause that's not really, especially, you know, if you're a business owner, it's not cool or sexy to talk about, time off or self-care or boundaries because the narrative is like you have to grind if you want to live the life that you live which i totally understand i mean we do need right. to work hard for what we get but at the same time at what expenses i think it's that balance act like i work hard when i work but i also have i know my limits and i found that if i was conti- to continue down that path of like i'm up at five in the morning i'm answering messages i'm like going 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 i'm working all day and then i'm doing the same thing at nine o'clock at night I'm not recharging, I'm not refueling, and I'm going to burn myself in the ground very quickly.
1: Yes, 100%. And I think too, like, and you've probably found this, it's like once you can start aligning yourself with like your true values um, and you can actually do work within that area, it really helps a lot. So I was in a profession where I wasn't aligned with my true values. Um, And I always, like, I talk to clients about, Um, it's almost like if you go back in your, your, your past and you take, take like five major events that happened, um, usually the challenging events, um, you download two things. One, you download a false narrative that you program in your head, right? Like I'm not good enough. It's, you know, I'll, I'll never have enough time. You have to work hard for money or whatever it is. But then you also download a value. So I always talk about in second grade in my book, I talk about how my second grade teacher told me I would never amount to anything in front of the whole class and got on me because I didn't read the assignment. I didn't know the answer and I need to spend more time reading. And the whole thing is, is she said this to me. And as a seven year old, I actually read it. I just didn't comprehend it. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, I downloaded the false narrative is I'm not smart. I'm stupid. So that carried me and of course I'm like I am never going to read aloud in front of people ever again in my life. But also the value I downloaded is when I educate people, when I support people and help people, I want to do that through empowerment. That's a value of mine is empowering other people through education. And so with what I do now, I mean, I'll have people that come in to my my office and, you know, they're like, I'm a hot mess express and this is what's going on. And I'm not there to judge them. I'm there to support them and empower them. Um, And the fact that I can align with that value from something that traumatic happened to me, I feel like that is helping me serve my higher purpose, right? And I have, we have a dozen of those events in our lives. So the more you can align yourself with those values, your true values of those times and those moments, I think that we feel, um, much better. And then we also have more energy to probably do a little bit more than, you know, what we could, if we were in a job or something that we weren't happy and that wasn't aligning with us.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So take us back to like, as you're going through your own journey, what were some things that you started implementing diet wise to start noticing these improvements? I see, well, especially in in clinical practice, I'm sure you've seen the same, like I've seen a lot of anxiety, depression, especially surface a lot within the past year and a half. And so... I think a lot of people can resonate with what you said and, you know, they go to the doctors and I'm not anti-medication by any means. And if someone needs to be on something to really help support them, then I'm all for it. But I also think that there's so many lifestyle and diet things that we can do to better our health, especially our mental health, our brain health for, you know, productivity, decreasing brain fog, just helping with longevity. So what were some of those changes that you started making as you were going through that journey?
1: Yeah. So I started to take, like eat big, big salads one. And then I started to also stuff my protein shakes in the morning with mixed greens. Um, I started to really like, if I did eat out, I took the bun off the hamburger. I didn't get the cheese on it. Um, if I, I would, anything I ordered, if I was eating out, I wouldn't get cheese on it. I would order the side would be all vegetables. So I would hold the potato. I would hold the French fries. So I, I call it the add in method. So I started to add in these little things that ended up making a huge compound, you know, difference over time. I also lacked self-love and self-respect. And so when I started looking at the hormone associated with love, it's oxytocin. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my only association with oxytocin was having sex and having an orgasm. Right. And then I started to learn, like, you can eat fatty fish, peppers, avocados, you know, watermelon, spinach, um, coffee, actually, which is awesome. Mm. Um, and then I also learned about, you know, different supplements, for that as well. Um, and, but then I also had to like, let some things go, you know, we all hold on to things, um, past relationships. So people that have done things to us and I learned that I have to let those things go because I'm just holding on to them and it's only hurting myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was, it was a big letting go period, you know, deleting phone numbers in my phone. <laughs> which it's all important that we do that. Um, you know, and not having those relationships of people that, you know, just want to go drink that are complaining about their life all the time. And so I had to start associating, um, the people I hung out with, um, that were of a higher vibration, a higher energy. And then I started to read tons of books, um, and just, you know, and then you know, after 2008, 2010 comes along, now you have podcasts, now you have YouTube, now you have like all these inspiring people that they're one click away that um, you can use to to fuel you, um, which is, you know, some things I started doing. And I do want to point out, because like you said, you know, over the last year, year and a half, so many people are experiencing more anxiety and depression. And I just want to remind everyone, you know, when we are having that fight or flight response, our limbic system, the amygdala in our brain, what's happening right now is people are in this high um, stressful state, right? Or, fight or flight state. And when we get in that state, we get cut off from our prefrontal cortex, which is our you know executive thinking, our ability to see the big picture. Um, so one thing I started doing, and I didn't even understand what I was doing when I was doing this. Now I understand how the brain works even more so, so I get it. But what I would do when I would feel very stressed and overwhelmed versus just like yelling or just like getting angry and eating or whatever I would do, um, I started to just take three deep breaths. And then I started to think of the positive outcome. And this was a part of my rewiring So when we do that, you know, now I understand when you take those three deep breaths and you look at what's positive of going on within the situation or whatnot, what you do is you shift from that fight or flight response, that limbic system response, and it actually shifts you into your prefrontal cortex because you're calming yourself and then you have to think of something positive, right? Mm -hmm. So you're thinking of the bigger picture. Um, and that can be very, very helpful, especially for what people are going through right now. It's like when you're watching the news and you're getting all ticked off at whatever. If you actually took a couple deep breaths and thought about what's going good in your life or, you know, how maybe it's really not impacting you as, as horrible as they make it sound on the news, you actually have a calming at uh, calmness that can come over you. So I think that, that that's really important. And I started doing that and I didn't even realize what I was doing and how it was just shifting gears in my brain while I was doing that.
0: It's amazing. And I, I, I just so appreciate that about you because that's really truly embodying like a holistic and whole body approach to mental health and just taking care of yourself and, and brain health in general. It's like, how can we use our lifestyle? How can we use our breath to turn off fear centers in our brain and kick on de-stress, you know, feeling that we might be able to just do. Like I do that a lot when I'm driving as I really practice on like belly breathing and yeah. like taking deep breaths. And it's like, it, it's amazing how such a free and easy thing. You just have to be <laughs> mindful to do it. How impactful it really can be. Yeah. Um, I Absolutely. love that. I love that. Do you have any particular, um, supplements herbs or like particular foods that you really find to be very helpful uh, for brain health
1: yeah so i uh, every day i would say probably five days a week i eat a cup of blueberries and i get frozen organic blueberries from costco um, cause research shows you have to eat them over a long period of time, but they really help you, um, with, you know, preventing dementia, Alzheimer's and my great grandma had Alzheimer's. So sometimes, and I remember seeing her as a little girl. And so sometimes that really sticks in my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Plus with the high stress that I used to be under and that fight or flight response that I lived in for a long time, I actually have parts of my life that are completely, I've completely blocked them out. The more I heal myself and do the work, I actually have Things and situations that are coming up that I'm starting to remember, but the fact that I have all these holes in my past actually has always freaked me out about dementia and, and all that. Um, I also mixed baby greens are like my go-to, and I love all types of nuts, and I don't have any nut sensitivity or anything like that. But raw cashews is like my jam.
0: Raw mm, um, cashews.
1: Okay. <laughs> And then, um, of course, salmon is so good. And um, I do love a little bit of a little bit of coffee. One cup is is, is great. Um, but do you also, do a
0: particular brand of coffee or like?
1: Yeah. So I like the Four Sigmatic. Ooh, um, I, I like that one, too. Yeah. So there's some, um, you know, I don't know, because they have the mushrooms in it and all the fun things. So um, I love that. Um, I actually have formulated in 2020, October, 2020, I formulated three of my own brain nutraceuticals. And the reason I did that is because literally on my counter, I had like 20 some bottles of supplements. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, if I can take these active ingredients and put them into one formula without them hindering each other, like one, can I even do that? Um, and so I started to do these formulations and through the education I got through, um, Dr. Amen as well. Um, I was able to, I have, it's called bright, you calm you and happy you. Um, and so these are all really emotional brain health supplements and like my bright you, for example, it has, um, ginseng in it. It has the ashwagandha. It has the magnesium L3 n 8, which is really important because that's the one magnesium that can actually cross the blood-brain barrier and we forget about that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it also
1: has, oh gosh, let's see what else does it have. It has curcumin in it. Um, I don't know if I said dispersatrol. Um, But that one is like the bright you is ultimately the anti-inflammatory, anti-inflammatory. Um, product that I created. I feel like it's like, gives you that brain boost and also decreases inflammation. And then like the happy you, it has, you know, the B6, which you need the tryptophan you need to even start thinking about making, um, serotonin, the B12, 5-HTP. Um, and it has the magnesium, L3 and A and, um, which is more of an uplifting magnesium. And then my calm you is, you know, it has more of the GABA, the lemon balm extract. It has the holy basil. So I'm combining like the herbs and um, the vitamins and amino acids that are really important for brain health. So those are, those are my jam. I, I take bright you like all the time. I used to take happy you for um, probably about six months, but I actually have been off it and I don't like, I don't, I don't need it anymore. Right. Like that's the beauty about supplementation is it's not something you have to take forever and always it's like it's like your cup is a little bit low and you fill your cup up and we don't need to like overflow the cup anymore right mm-hmm. so um that's been good and I use the calm you as needed um I really don't have an issue with anxiousness anymore but like my husband he's got his pilot's license and he flies so if I fly
0: with him I might take a couple calm you. <laughs> totally understandable I would do the exact same thing (laughs) so that's more as an ad needed as needed
1: um basis but and then I also take um a good spore-based probiotic which I know you are a fan of um really really important to do the spore-based probiotic and then a good omega-3 fatty acid like algae or um you know if you get the fish you know omega fish that's fine with the EPA in it Um, so really those are mostly, I take pretty much bright. You, I take the spore based probiotic and then I'll take my Omega. Sometimes I won't take the Omega threes. You know, if I'm having, I love avocados. I love cashews. Um, I've actually got these almonds that, um, you know, we can't always be perfect, but they have, um, gosh, what is it? They have, an, they have an herb all around them. And I know they have a little bit of canola oil, so I know that's not great, but I'll do like a couple, like, a, like I don't know, five to six of those in my salad. And they're just so good. The flavors are so good. Um, So, you know, if I'm getting my omega threes and having, um, you know, salmon for dinner, I won't, you know, supplement on top of that.
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely understandable if we can get it in through our diet. What are some... Um... What are some other of the healing modalities that you use in your practice to improve uh, brain health and brain optimization?
1: Yeah. So um, I have this piece of equipment. It's called a theta pod. It's also other people that have it. They call it a theta chamber, but I switch from chamber to pod because chamber just sounds freaky. Uh- <laughs> So the theta pod actually, you actually get in this pod. Um, we connect CES units to your ears; they're FDA approved for anxiety, depression, insomnia. Um, you have binaural beats going on, as well as suggestion music on top of that. And then there, your eyes are closed, and there's a light therapy. You're in the pod. The pod actually turns while you're in it, mm-hmm. um, so you have that vestibular stimulation. So ultimately it's like lighting your brain up like it's the 4th of July and you actually go into this deep meditation, which is really amazing. Um, then we use a uh, medical grade sauna, which I know you are a big fan of sunlight in. that's what yeah. we use. Infrared. Oh, great. Yeah. So we have infrared far, mid and near light, right? Super important. And then we also have a shake board so people can activate that lymphatic response before they get in the sauna, and then we use a red light booster as well. So um, anyone comes to our center, they get red light, shakeboard, and sauna all in their session. Um, we have a full body red light bed as well as um, just like a red light panel that sits there by the sauna. And then uh, the other one I really, oh, there's two other ones I really like. Is uh, well, I like them all. Okay. <laughs> People are always like, "What's the best one?" I'm like, uh they're all they're great." That's why I even bought them and have them here. <laughs> But um, our biocharger is amazing. It's a frequency generator machine, um, and you just literally sit in front of it. So it works on your energy field as well as you know the tissues within the body. Um, and then um, we use a microvascular beamer pad. If you're familiar with beamer, um, and I can give you links to some of these too. And uh, that actually um, activates the microvascular system, so it increases basal motion ultimately to help rid your body of more metabolic waste. So a good combo, if you have people that if they're doing a detox, they will literally go from the beamer to the sauna, shakeboard, red light, and then they'll end in the Theta Pod. So it's like a total jam-packed day for them. Um, And we can program these machines for all different settings and they're customized for
0: each client that comes in. That's awesome. And what is typically, well, I guess I'm sure it differs for every person, but on average, what is the frequency that you need to use these different things? Like sauna, red light, um, you know, is the shakeboard kind of like, a? oh, what's it called? We have one in the gym, um, like a
1: vibration plate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, power plate power plate. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool.
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. What so would you probably-
0: say you see as like a good, you know, frequency for those things for them to be effective?
1: Yeah, so I think at least once a week, um, if not twice a week, for the sauna. Um,
0: if,
1: if you can do, if you can jump on that shakeboard for even just five minutes a day, that is important because you know, obviously, I'm sure your listeners are educated. They know all the, you know, your lymphatic system is a detoxification pathway, urinary, bowels, your skin, and um, your lungs, right? The breathing. And so if any one of those pathways are blocked, we're accumulating more waste, mm-hmm. right? So it's super important. So that lymphatic release shakeboard, people forget that their lymphatic system is activated through vibration. So if you're not exercising, you're not getting a lot of movement and you standing on one of those boards is, is really going to be beneficial for you to help with that lymphatic release. Um so that one, if you can do that one, even just five minutes a day, I think is, is really good. Theta therapy, um, we'll have, you know, depending on what someone needs. So I'll have clients, they come, they do a whole intake with me. I do a full body AO scan. So I'll scan up to like 120,000 frequencies in the body. I'll do the physical observations, like in Chinese medicine. So I'll look at their tongue, their fingernails, their face, um, see what's going on with them from a physical response. Look at the eyes at with iodology. Um, and I'll figure out where their foundations of health are. Plus, you know, listening to the client and really they're gonna give me a lot of information just from me listening to what they're dealing with. Um and so some of those clients will come in and they'll do like a like a jump start program where it's like three days in a row, seven days in a row, ten days. And I even have people that come in for, you know, if they have sugar addiction or other addictions for 21 days in a row, and they are literally in there every day doing almost everything. Some of them, it just depends on what their protocol is, um, that they're doing it for that many days in a row, because we constantly have to be reinforcing essentially the brain to rewire inflammation, stay down, right? So Mm -hmm. doing it one, one day a week is awesome for anyone that's on a maintenance program or even, you know, two times a month, but we have to initially get your baseline of inflammation down the brain functioning, how it should be, and then go into a maintenance program. So We have clients that come in twice a month, you know, once a week. And then we have clients that do, that do programs and then go on a maintenance
0: program. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I think, I love what you said about the lymphatic and the detoxification pathways, because that's a huge way that our brain gets rid of wastes is through the Mm -hmm. lymphatic and the glymphatic system, that drainage that a lot of the time happens while we sleep, but having that proper lymph flow. Um, Is so, so important. And so I don't think a lot of people might make that connection between being able to support your body's lymph and detoxification pathways and mental health or just brain health in general. And so I think that that's really important. And, you know, I definitely can attest to that when people do start detoxing and just kind of opening those pathways and releasing things they don't need, they definitely notice more brain clarity, more mental focus. And it's just so crazy how how that can be affected. I know that, I mean, I, I kind of think that that's probably a reason that the sauna is so effective for mental health. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. So, um, this is great. So if you were, if you were to give the listeners three things that they could start working on at home for optimizing brain health, what would those things be?
1: So definitely start adding in brain healthy foods to crowd out the bad foods. Also, um, exercise, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day of getting your heart rate up. So you're literally pumping blood to the brain. um, it's very important. You know, I actually just had an, I did explant surgery, so I got my breast implants removed and I'm on Mm -hmm. like four of recovery. And so two weeks before I got surgery, I couldn't take any vitamins. Um, and then two weeks after no vitamins, but then ultimately I couldn't even, I, I couldn't exercise until like a couple days ago. And my exercise was like, literally like I could do something for 10 minutes and I track my sleep through the oral ring and my sleep because of anesthesia and all the things with going into surgery. My sleep has been horrible. My resting heart rate when I'm sleeping is like 50 to 54. It's normally like 40 to 42. Like, it's, So it's been elevated. And when your heart rate is elevated when you're sleeping, but your body is working on stuff and repairing, and it's under a lot of stress. What was interesting a few days ago when I did my 10 minutes of exercise, when I slept, I had more REM sleep, more deep sleep, and my resting heart rate went down to a 46. The only difference I made was taking that 10 minutes to do some moderate intensity exercise. So we forget how important it is to move our body. You don't have to go to a gym for 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Um, Cause a lot of times we think, Oh, if I can't make it to the gym, whatever, I'll just go tomorrow. Okay. Well, if you can't make it to the gym or you're not going to make your regular workout. Okay. But still get in 10 minutes, right? Yes. So um, definitely add in the brain healthy foods Um, and then getting in your 10 minutes of exercise a day minimum. And then the other thing that I think is really important is intermittent fasting, really just eating within an eight hour window. Um, just because there are so many benefits for the brain and just cleaning up all the junk in the body, um, that can take place with intermittent fasting so exercise, intermittent fasting, and adding in the good brain-supporting foods is, I think, key to start.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. I think that that's super, super beneficial. Easy things that people can do, like the intermittent fasting, that's just something that, okay, it's not like you're starving and eating significantly less. You're just eating within a window, and then you're going a little bit of period without food so that your body can heal, replenish, re, you know, go through and get rid of cells that aren't working. I feel like that's been super helpful for brain health and just sharpness. Like I'm very, like when I get up in the morning and I'm in that really deep fasted state, that's when I'm the most productive. That's, <laughs> that is like when my brain is just on, I feel that's when I get like all of the stuff I don't want to do, like the emails, the content, all that stuff that like otherwise would drag on after having eaten. And it's just, it's crazy how, how the impact that that can have. Um, I love that. So, okay. So last question before we kind of wrap things up, but what, what is one thing that you do every single day to be the alpha of your health?
1: Um, I do this thing every time I get in my car where I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I say all the things I'm thankful for. And then I end with thank thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Oh, I love that. It's like a little mantra.
1: Yeah. And my kids, they they do that as well. Um, I think that that is probably being in gratitude is like super, super important um, because I used to be the person that, you know. I mean, ultimately, I would exercise like a crazy person, eat like crap. Then I would, ac- then I went to the period where I exercised like a crazy person. I was eating healthy, but then I still wasn't happy, right? I still felt depressed. And then I realized that's when I realized, like, too, like you have to fix your brain. You have to do the rewiring. So I've been at the point where I've exercised, eat, I've ate healthy, but if I wasn't thinking properly, if my brain wasn't in gratitude um, and looking for all the good in the world then I, it didn't matter if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I think that that's my alpha um, because I've learned that it's uh, super, super important.
0: <laughs> it really is. And honestly, it's something that nobody, we don't talk about enough. It's like all of like these fancy therapies, like, which I love this on. I love all the fancy stuff, but right. it, it's really a lot of the small stuff. And I think that that's something that I've been a lot more mindful of is, you know, At the beginning of every month, we, my husband and I, we started kind of talking about what are our goals for the month? Like, what are we looking to do personally? What are we looking to do with our health, with, you know, goals that we might have in the gym and our business and all these different things. And just, then we kind of just talk about things that we're grateful for. And a lot of the times they're like the smallest things in the world, but it's like, wow, that it truly shows us how great our life is even after a stressful or crazy or hectic day. And that's something that always, always, always grounds me. And I will not go without my day without it because there's so much negativity out there, Mm -hmm. but when there's always, there's something, I mean, if you woke up today, that's something to be grateful for. So there's, there's always something positive that we can find. And I, I love that. I absolutely love that. One quick question that I totally forgot to ask. Um, What are some tips that you have? Cause I get this question a lot. And I don't know if you see this in clinical practice. What are some tips that you have for people who might be interested in weaning off um, anxiety or depression medication? I always obviously advise them to, you know, chat with their practitioner, but are there any like holistic things that you like them in particular to be able to add in?
1: Yeah. So yeah, definitely talk to your, your doctor and work with them and have your holistic health practitioner work with your doctor as well. But here's the thing. I think it's super important to get your foundations of health like solid, right? So you're, you're getting the exercise, you're getting the nutrition, um, and you're getting like, you have the positive relationships going on and you're really trying to minimize the stress around you. I think that's super important first. And then, um, working with your doctor, I'm leaning off, you know, one of the things that, um, I've had a client do is as they cut back on their, um, SSRI, what they started doing is as they cut back on that, they started to incorporate the happy you. Um, and then I've had clients where as they cut off, you know, as they start getting off their antidepressants, you know, we're and encouraging them to get sunlight, exercise, go get massage therapy, visualize all the positive events, you know, use sauna, use red light, call a friend if you feel a dip in your mood, but then also add in those serotonin, you know, mood stabilizing foods such as like pineapple, eggs, uh, salmon, tofu, you know, the nuts, the seeds, the turkey, oatmeal, those things. Um, so it's it's like as we take something away a lot of times it's good to add something in, right, as you were saying, and um, that really can help you feel more more stable. Love so I hope that, that answered your question.
0: <laughs> no, it does. It does. That's amazing because I get that question a lot, and obviously that's not my scope. Um, so I obviously always say, you know, work with your doctor, and then I can – we, we add in a lot of those brain boosting things and just holistic lifestyle things. So I'm glad to know that I'm doing the right things, but I hope that that's helpful for people again, not bashing for people who are on medication. I know, I know that it helps people,
1: right. um,
0: just for people who might be looking to get off if they don't feel like they need it anymore. Um, and just looking for other options. Cause I'm a big fan of that. So, um, thank you so much for this conversation today. I had so much fun chatting about brain health. It's not really something I've dove that much into yet on the podcast but um where can listeners connect with you find your work all that kind of stuff
1: yeah so they can connect with me on instagram at happy whole you and then they can also go to the happy you.com website um and then we also have the happy whole you podcast which you are going to be on as well yes awesome um, yeah, definitely connect
0: with us Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. And I look forward to being on your podcast and just so happy we connected. Yeah. Thank you.